Hello and welcome to episode 9 of the Ultra Posty Thoughts in My Head podcast. I am your host, Adam Lee. Thank you once again for joining me. I am always thrilled that you spend a little time with me. Today's guest, who I was also thrilled to spend a little time with, is Kristen Yarker. She's a nutritionist from Victoria, British Columbia. She had tons of great information to pass along. I can't wait to pass it along to you. We'll get to that in just a few minutes. Quick Coles notes, eat your fruits and veggies. You won't be sorry. Uh, before we get to that, though, a little bit of housekeeping to go over. I've had a few releases at the newsletter, including Is Trail Running the Best Part 2? That's where a whole whack of you kind of shared your stories with me, and I put it into one of a group run race kind of story to follow along. I had fun. Your stories were great. I've also posted trail running is none of your business until it is. And that's just sort of some pondering and more navel gazing than anything. But that's mostly about the future of trail running. Really, I'm just curious what all of you think about where the sport is going. Uh, I'd love to hear some more about that. Feel free to comment, send some messages, anything like that. I also just wanted to say a quick shout out to Katie and Bryce at the Solomon Trail Labs. Those are finished as of this week. It was such a great season. Always such a treat to be able to join them. And lastly, I'm also really excited to start training with good friend Chris Shire for the Buckinghell 50k relay. That's coming up in about three months and we're starting our training this week. So excited to start my journey and get get on to race day. It's going to be so much fun on the top of Mount Seymour. But today is not about that. Today is about nutrition. It's about Kristen Yarker's great information and it's about to start. Today's guest is Kristen Yarker. Kristen is a registered dietitian with an MSc in human nutrition, and she runs a team of registered dietitians in Victoria, BC. She has 25 years of nutrition experience, including sports nutrition to maximize your performance. Kristen and her team provide professional and practical nutrition for busy people. She also looks to empower you and show you that eating healthfully without deprivation is possible. And that was definitely my favorite part about how she works. Kristen, thank you so much for taking the time today. It's been, it's a pleasure to connect with you here. We really appreciate it. I'm excited to pick your brain about some sports nutrition and how that can relate to an ultra runner. I had uh, someone on Twitter point out, Charlie Manx, that there's a ton of information about what you're supposed to eat and how much you should take in when you're actually running, but not so much in the months that work up to that. You know, some people train four to six months. They've got some crazy race at the end. What would you suggest how someone should just think about their nutrition going into something like that? It's, it's really true that, yes, the nutrition during your training session or during your race is important, but there's also importance to the nutrition outside of your training as well. So I think that's a great point. Um, when I was thinking about this, you you shared the questions with me ahead of time. And uh, yeah, when I was thinking about this, I thought there's really three components that I want to mention. Um, one is what I call the major blind spot when it comes to sports nutrition. Um, and that's vegetables and fruit. Uh, so often you're talking about like carbs and protein and, you know, counting your macros and that sort of thing. Um, and yet yeah, vegetables and fruit really aren't talked about, but super, super important when somebody is doing something as intense as an ultra marathon, because you're doing all that oxidative damage, all that inflammation that you're creating in your body and our vegetables and fruit are our antioxidant and 
uh, anti-inflammatory superpowers. And so it's even more important to get them as an athlete. Uh, and so I recommend getting at least like a good six uh, uh, servings a day um, between vegetables and fruit and a serving a good way to kind of eyeball a serving is about a size of your fist. So, you know, aiming for a good six, you know, servings of vegetables or fruit or day, you know, more is awesome, but, you know, aiming for that kind of six as your, as your lower number um, every day is an important one. Um, the next one is um, just getting enough food in general, like eating enough or, you know, enough calories, if you want to say it, um, because it, particularly if you're, putting in that much mileage, often you like, have no appetite or feel a little nauseous afterwards, after, after training for a while. I mean, mm -hmm. some people don't get it, but it is common to get it. Um, and so sometimes we start seeing those those uh, stress fractures, those other injuries that are happening from undernutrition overall. Mm -hmm. um, and I also see that as well, um, when people are focusing on getting all their protein, which is great, but they're not getting enough calories. And um, the body will use protein for energy before it uses protein to build your muscle, right? Because if you just think about it, right? Like your body wants to keep you alive before it wants to make you ripped. Right, right. <laughs> right? And so if you're not getting enough energy, like you're not eating enough food overall, your body's going to use that protein to just keep your body functioning rather than building the muscle, which you're trying to use it for. So you want to get enough food in so that you're using the protein for um, the muscle. So that's kind of a second one that I see, particularly when that mileage is building up. So um, whether it's, you know, ultra marathoners that we're talking about today, you know, triad athletes, marathoners, just people doing that big endurance um, training, the, the appetite decreases and you can just not get enough food overall. Um, and then the third one is hydration. Uh, you know, there's again, as you were saying, lots of focus on hydration while training. But if you've arrived at your training already dehydrated, you can't make up for that by drinking a whole bunch of fluids during training. Right. All you can do is help mitigate the becoming more dehydrated, but you want to arrive well hydrated. Um, and so the drinking the fluids kind of the rest of the time of your day uh, is going to be important so that you can be, you know, having good hydration, having the good energy, the good body functions to start, and then you hydrate during your training to may, try to prevent becoming dehydrated while training. Gotcha. You have to you have to get there in the good place to be able to maintain the good place for sure. I'm wondering then you mentioned, you know, as the building blocks get heavier and obviously eating enough is always important. Um, often people will train, you know, like two weeks hard, one week recovery, three weeks hard one. Is, is the recovery week treated differently nutrition wise or is, is it pretty in, in, in the same sort of sphere? Um, I would say going to depend from person to person, of course, versus, you know, be able to say a blanket statement, but of course. Um, like the vegetables and fruit, the outside hydration, those are going to be the same. And uh, the amount of calories is probably going to differ. So, you know, because you're doing less um, training, so you don't need to take in as much on that one. But yeah, the hydration and the vegetables and fruit, those you're going to want to maintain for sure. Gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. You can't just give up on the hydration or anything at any point, of course. Uh, yeah. Would you suggest it any differently going into like the big event day? Like, would you eat 
less during the week or anything more obviously fruits and vegetables are our friends the whole time yeah and definitely you want to be arriving well hydrated before that um as far as eating less no i would say i would not recommend eating less beforehand because you want to have good nutrition you want to have your maximum glycogen stores all of that um going in um and uh you know, they always, you know, anything in running, like there's that classic saying, right? Like you never get, you never wear new shoes on race day. Uh, yeah. And so the nutrition is the same. You don't want to change things up right before your race. Like you want to have trialed stuff, tested stuff, you know, for that kind of four to six month kind of window beforehand. Um, because yeah, the number one very most variable thing for sports nutrition like from athlete to athlete is what works for you before training like before training or before your race like you know does this food work for you does that food work for you does this you know get you give you digestive problems does that one work for you you know that really changes from athlete to athlete um, and so that's what you want to use some of that time um, before your race to be trial, you know, doing some trial and error, um, to see what works for you as an individual. That's why we have the four to six months to train. It's not just about putting the right foot in front of the left foot. There's so much more there to do. I know I've been told it's very important to eat right after a workout. So you can, so you can maximize the benefits of that workout. Would you mind sort of explaining a little bit about that and maybe telling us what to eat after that's good? Yeah. And so there is a window of time after you've worked out when your muscles are particularly wide open to take in what they need for muscle repair and also to restore um, the energy stores within there. Uh, and so you want to be taking in kind of two main things. One is you want to be taking in protein. Protein is made up of amino acids and amino acids are also the building blocks of our muscle. So we want to be taking in that protein to repair the muscle itself. Um, and then that's kind of like, I like to give the analogy of a car. So say your muscle is a car, the protein is like building the body back up of the car, right? So it's like, you've got a crack in the windshield, you want to replace the windshield, you've got a little dent in the door there, you're replacing the door in the car. But you've got a nice, beautiful looking car now, but if you don't put more gas in the tank or you don't plug your electric vehicle back in, it's not gonna go anywhere. <laughs> so right. you also need to put in the fuel source as well. Um, and that's the carbohydrate. Um, you might've heard of glycogen stores um, before, but um, that's the energy store within the muscle. And it's actually a carbohydrate store. Um, so that's why you wanna eat carbs after two so that you can, you know, it's like plug in your, your Tesla back into the wall. You want to build that battery, you know, to, to full, you know, full, full capacity again before you, you get out and race again. So particularly to maximize that recovery for your next run so that you can then push yourself as hard as you can then and increase that, you know, get that incremental improvement. Um, you want to be doing that eating, um, Ideally, as soon afterwards as possible, yeah. um, definitely within two hours. And the absolute ideal is within 20 minutes, um, at least. And you might need to do it in a couple of like meals or 
or kind of a couple of doses. Yeah. <laughs> if you are having kind of that nausea or that lack of appetite right afterwards, you might not be able to eat all of it within that 20 minutes. And so you might need to do it in, you know, a couple of snacks or a couple of doses um, right afterwards. But yeah, if you can get at least the protein and some carb within the 20 minutes and then definitely get everything um, within the two hours, then you're maximizing while that muscle is wide open so that you're really getting the maximum muscle building from it um, and also the the recovery. Um, And the protein is both enough protein overall, but also protein with enough uh, amino acid called leucine leucine you can kind of think of it as like the key to the rate that your body is rebuilding that muscle Um, and so uh, you want to have both enough protein as well as enough leucine like specific amino acid within that protein Um, and so some great leucine rich protein sources um, uh, dairy is quite high in that so uh, like Uh, Greek yogurt, for example, is fantastic. That's also why like a whey protein powder is popular as a recovery um, fuel. Meat or poultry will be high in uh, leucine as well. Some seafoods are pretty high. Um, If people are vegan, it can be a little trickier to get that um, leucine. So that's when a sports-specific protein powder, like a vegan protein powder is going to be a good fit. Um, Most just kind of general protein powders that are vegan don't have that high leucine content. So Mm. the sports specific ones, they've, you know, changed up the ingredients so that it's quite high. Um, And soy foods are going to be one of your best um, leucine containing protein sources for vegan athletes. So soy nuts, tofu, edamame, things like that are going to be one of your best sources outside of a vegan sports specific protein powder. Got you. This is all such fantastic information. I could take up so much more of your time, but I'm certainly not going to do that. Could you please just tell us where people can find you, how they can link up with you? It's a it's a wonderful age to be able to work with people from all over the world. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, the dietitians on on our team, uh, we work with folks um, in BC in British Columbia, and uh, you can find us at our website, uh, kristenyarker.com. Uh, and if you just Google dietitian Victoria BC, we come up as one of the first options. So that's the best way to get a hold of us. And as I said, we, we do have virtual options. And so we work with clients um, throughout the province of British Columbia. Fantastic. A huge thank you to Kristen Yarker for being my guest today. And thank you to all of you for listening. Until next time, I'm Adam Lee, and this has been Ultra Posty Thoughts in My Head. Uh